0: Considering a donation to Rightly Dividing the Word. Whatever method you choose, thank you for supporting the work of the podcast Rightly Dividing the Word. We are committed to stewarding all gifts wisely toward the goal of proclaiming the holiness of God to as many people as possible. We take seriously our God-given responsibility to be a wise, honorable steward of every donation we receive. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I'll be your host today. My name is, uh, Gerald double and, uh, the name of the podcast, uh, is rightly dividing the word. And, uh, we're going to ask the question, how do we rightly divide the word on prayer? So that's what we're going to look at today is we want to look at the word of God and see what it is. He says about prayer. Now I'm going to give you a two part point to this that, uh, Prayer is very clear in the text, and it's very clear in the message of the gospel, but we are going to cover what I believe to be the more popular question in the world of Christian thinking and academic world of theologians, and that is, how do I pray, or how do I pray like an apostle? Now, as we journey and begin to unpack this uh, very doctrinal question, our first question is, why do I need to pray? Well, I think that's very clear when John Bunyan uh, wrote, Pray often, for prayer is a shield to the soul, a sacrifice to God, and a scourge to Satan. So again, as always, we must go to the Word of God on any matter, and uh, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at the text, uh, see what it says. Uh, Hopefully I can help you to see the text and to grow in your prayerfulness and way of life. And uh, being prayerful is a way of life that is to consume our hearts and minds day and night. And the text is very clear about this. Uh, and I want to be clear that in Luke chapter two verse thirty-seven, and then as a widow to the age of eighty-four, she never left the temple, serving night and day with fastings and prayers. That's amazing. The text is—it's—it's it's in the text. It's rooted and grounded in the Word of God. Psalm chapter 5, verse 3, In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. I mean, there just is so much about prayer that I don't know how we missed having a prayer life. Psalm 55, chapter 55, verse 17 says, Evening and morning and at noon. So now we're praying evening, morning and at noon. I will complain and murmur and he will hear my voice. The text is so clear. The Word of God is our answers to all things in life. We shouldn't go anywhere else. We shouldn't look anywhere else. The biblical standard is the way of life. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Now again, remember, the, we, our confidence in approaching God is that if we ask anything, it should be to His will that He hears us, not to ours, that we seek these fleshly things that we all go after and chase after day in and day and night because we don't meditate on God day and night, but we so self, self-soak. And uh, I think it's just so hard to see that happening to so many Christians. And I think that's what led me to this study is that our prayer life... Uh, really shows where our biblical walk is our christian life and i'm not talking about weak prayers or prayers of ignorance because some people will pray about things that they just shouldn't be praying about and i will show you that today that we need to be careful what it is we pray about so luke chapter 18 verse 1 then jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up when are we to pray always very clear And then remember, you have to understand biblical hermeneutics, too, that when we look at the text, if we look at the background, the context, and we bridge the gaps between the message to look at the linguistics of the message and tie up the cultural background, the historical background, uh, then we see that the text is really saying what it's saying, that we should always pray and not give up. And I can't tell you how many times... uh, Either by seminary students or some of my brothers and uh, students that I have myself, I have either heard or been asked, How do I pray? I always have to give the shorter answer, wishing that I had more time to provide that longer answer, which is the study, uh, deeper study on prayer uh, through the Bible. So today I want to take us on that journey, unpacking that on which how can we pray. How are we to pray? And also, we're going to look at some themes on praying. So the first theme I want to look at is prayer as a relationship with God. Prayer is based on God's love for believers. Through His grace, He gives them the things which they do not deserve, while, though His mercy, while through His mercy, He shields them from those things which they do deserve, which is death and hell. And in doing so, God's children can then turn to their Father in prayer. And we see that being worked out in the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. So simply put, prayer is the most vital place in the life of a Christian. One can pray and not be a Christian. I hope you heard that. People can pray and not be Christians, but one cannot be a Christian and not pray. Romans uh, chapter 8, verse 15, "...for you have received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again." Um, Let me reread that. Sorry, my bad. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father, in prayer. And this happened under the old covenant as well. So you see in uh, Psalm chapter 103, verses 13 and 14, just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. Under the New Covenant, another verse you guys can look to is Isaiah 64, uh, verses 8 through 9, for the old uh, seeing that in the Old Covenant. But then in the New Covenant, Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13, we see Christ giving them this answer on, well, okay, well, if I'm going to pray, then Christ says pray in this way, and he gives us our Father's prayer. Our Father is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now look at that in verse 10. Your will be done. Not our own will, but God's will be done uh you know so that's very important in our walk with uh the gospel and reading and studying the bible it's that uh, your will be done all prayer first of all willingly submits to god's purpose god's plans and god's glory uh should not submit uh our, our prayer should not be so self-fulfilling sinners are in clear debt to god for their violations of his laws And matthew chapter 6 verse 6 says but when you pray go into your inner room close your door and pray To your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now I want to look at a verse that shows uh, Jesus Christ's prayer life with His Father. And uh, I want to look here at this verse showing this relationship. Uh, Mark uh, chapter 14 verse 36. And He was saying, Abba Father, all things are possible for You. Remove this cup from Me. Yet not what I will, but what You will. And that's uh, Mark chapter 14, verse 36. Again, you see that it's not that what we will, but what God wills for us, that we should seek. We should seek submission to God's will characterized clearly in Jesus Christ's life and in his prayer life. So then we see in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7, he says, Then I said, Behold, I have come in the scroll of the book it is written of me to do your will O god so the question then is it is it a possible to approach god in prayer because of jesus christ's sacrifice well yes clearly that is a yes hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 through 22 therefore brethren since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of jesus verse 20 by a new and living way which he inaugurated for us through the veil that is his flesh Verse 21, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, verse 22, let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Prayer clearly reflects a longing after God. So many people, including professors, deans, students, I've heard in seminary even, have either confessed that they just outright have no prayer life or a shallow one. And why do we think that is? That opens a question. Why is that? How can a Christian have shallow or no prayer life? Let us begin to look at this dilemma and unpack that question. I believe there are two areas in the Christian living that the world just doesn't have right and has gotten it wrong. And that is a right Christian spirituality, number one. There are two areas of true spirituality. One is the study of the Word of God and two is prayer. And I personally believe, and I think the Bible supports this, that the study of the Word of God should come first. Why? Well, because we will not even know how to pray unless we know how and what the Bible teaches about God and what the Bible teaches about God's will and about our lives and our problems. So through the study of the Word of God, that allows the Christian to be led to a right, meaningful prayer life. And unless we understand the truth of the Word of God, we don't really know how to pray. Prayer is understood by a right comprehension of God's truth. So in Psalm chapter 42, verses 1 through 2, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? This is a crying out, understanding what a right comprehension of God's truth is. Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 12 through 13. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I and mean, that's just, that's amazing how clear that text is. And I'll give you some other cross references that if you guys want to look at them, you can. You can go to Psalm uh, chapter 130, verses 5 through 6. And you can also go to Psalm uh, chapter 145, verses 18 through 19. And uh, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17 as well. So let's look at prayer as a response to God. So prayer offers believers a means of acknowledging the character and purposes of God and the opportunity to seek guidance concerning His will for them. So that's how we respond when we... We go into prayer because God has revealed something to us that we need to be prayerful about, and then we need to have a habit of prayer. So Luke chapter five verse sixteen says, "But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray." Now he did that often, and uh, we need to be in prayer of acceptance in the response to God's call. So First Samuel uh, chapter three verse ten says, "Then the Lord came and stood and called." Uh, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel said, "Speak, for your servant is listening." We need to be in acceptance in response to God's call. We pray for that. Uh, so again, I, I just—I uh, I don't think the Scripture could be any clearer. The prayer is a, as a response to God. is just a means of us acknowledging the character and purpose of God and the opportunity to seek guidance concerning his will. I cannot make that any clearer. We have to stop seeking our, our, our own will that we, you know, we pray about these silly things, our finances, a better job, a nicer car. These things cannot glorify God. And, um, I don't have time today to draw out the six biblical principles on how to know you're in God's will. But uh, I can almost guarantee that almost everything you do in life outside of Bible study and teaching and preaching mm, probably not going to line up with the will of God. So then you need to look at uh, what it is that causes us to end up being out of prayer or not in prayer. So well, what is prayer in God's will? Well, prayer is concerned not only with the well-being of the one who prays, but it's a vital aspect of its purpose is to allow the will of God to be done and to bring glory and honor to His name. Listen to that. Your prayer is to be the aspect of which its purpose is to allow the will of God to be done and to bring glory and honor to His name. True motives for prayer should be the desire that God's name be honored. The desire that God's will be fulfilled. So submissions to God's will is characterized through Jesus Christ prayer. You can see that God answers prayers that accord with his will. So again, even that's important to understand and get right that God answers prayers that accord with his will. End of the discussion, that's it. And that's very clear in, in uh first John uh chapter five, verse 13. Uh, it's it's such a clear text. Uh, It says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Um, And then verse 14 says, This is the confidence which we have before Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Listen to that. That's, I mean, to me, the text is just, it opens up in the pages and it's clear that He is not going to hear us if we are not asking things that are in His will. If we are asking things of the world and seeking worldly prayers and He doesn't even hear it, it's clear, it says. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which we have asked for Him. So again, we need to understand that God answers prayer that accord with his will. So petitioners, which is us, Christians may inquire of God to discover his will. So again, if you want to discover God's will, then you have no better way to do that than to go to the Bible. The Holy Spirit helps believers to pray in God's will. So this is a good thing to see, but in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and 27, in the same way the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we should. Listen to that. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to what? The will of God. So again, your prayer life should be to seek to do the will of God. So in your prayers, you should be praying for whoever it is you're praying about and whatever it is you're praying about, that at the end of that outcome, that that outcome would do the will of God. That's the prayer that we seek to put up unto the holy places of God, to receive up into the heavens. Um, God does not respond to the prayers of the wicked. That is a beautiful thing to hear and sad to hear at the same time. So John chapter 9, verse 31. We know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and does His will, he hears him. I I don't think I, I could read that to you 20 times, and I'm not sure if you would hear that clearly. We know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is god fearing and does his will he hears him we have to do his will when we pray we need to pray that we're in god's will so i think that's clear i I hope i tried to draw that out for you today and uh to keep that clear so because we know the word of god is not confusing Uh, he's not the author of confusion his word is clarity but um hopefully i was uh a vessel to be able to bring you closer to the word of God and to your prayer life I want to thank you for coming to the podcast uh, we do need donations we're not asking you to do that unless it's in your heart uh, This podcast will be set up for you to be able to donate as a monthly subscriber And uh, just let your friends know who we are what we're about that we seek the truth of the word of God Uh, We do have a Facebook page. It's called Theological Center for Truth. You can seek us out on there, and we can answer some of your biblical questions if you have any. Um, But I just want to thank you all for listening to the podcast today, and uh, I want to thank you for your time, and uh, hopefully the Word of God was able to grow you today and uh, bring you closer to His truths and uh, to know how to lead a right prayer life and I will seek us out in uh, prayer today. Heavenly Father, we ask that you open the minds of the listeners, Lord, that you open their hearts, that you bring them closer to your Word so they can understand what it is that is the will of God, uh, that we seek, that we be saved, that we be sanctified, God, that we come to be set apart unto you, that we fall on the cross and seek to do your will god not our own will that we seek our own fleshly desires and our worldly desires lord and i just pray that they hear that today and that they seek to come to you and seek out uh the chapters in matthew to learn how to pray like the apostles and uh just want to thank everyone for the time god and uh thank you for allowing them to hear this podcast and we pray this prayer in your son's name jesus christ amen